0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Courts Talks where I talk about anything and everything of interest to me, whether that be political, economic, social, technological, legal, environmental, you name it, I'll speak about it. And today's episode is, um, I guess it's a testimonial. Um, I've just been thinking about the importance of time and expression and doing what you can in this lifetime. And um, as much as I want to procrastinate and not be disciplined, I've been realising that I'm not going to get this time back and i better use it to the best of my ability before it disappears because there is no limit on disappearing time. It will shock you how much time you have in abundance or in most um, opposite of abundance. I actually don't know what the opposite of abundance is, but... Um, in scarcity let's say um and how you express your time is important because you know what's funny right you have a tasks to do and maybe there's an average time for the task but people forget that you can sometimes quicken things you know like things don't have to take an hour they might take half an hour you know um i think maybe that's the beautiful thing about cooking because cooking you can't really speed it up that much and that really teaches patience you know i'm not the best cook but i've been attempting to make meals more often nowadays and um just preparing them have really helped me understand and learn how to appreciate time because whilst these things are cooking i'm doing other things that take long as well so if something takes you know an hour in the oven then during the hour i'm like at the laundrette it's just so funny how we multitask right but i'm realizing that time is all we've got and i mean you could You could make a calendar for the rest of your life or a routine of different things you want to do every single day and i think that would really be helpful to establish discipline to um become better at a habit or behavior or task but if you don't quickly decide to make something of yourself in this life it will pass you by like you will sit thinking if what when where how I was talking to my dad yesterday and he was asking me about my career and stuff and I was like oh don't do that I hate talking about it because what happens is when you get into a good space and I'm in an excellent space everyone's like what's next and I'm like my dear let me get through this first right um and I'm still not at my um conclusion as to what I want for my life but what most likely will happen is I will just be in different spaces for the rest of my life and i'm not even opposed to that i'm actually very happy with that because <laughs> i feel like feel like it's what i deserve um i'm a multifaceted person i have so many skills and abilities and things to achieve um extracurricular not just career-based volunteering not just paid so i plan to continue to open my net to different opportunities and the problem is is that when i'm not out as much as i should be maybe partly because of the pandemic, but just I'm a tired person. Um, so I can't always be in all the spaces I want to be. So, you know, socials really helps with that. You know, you can jump on a live that's, that's, that's being aired in a place that's four or five hours away from you by car or plane. And um, that level of connectivity is, is healthy to some extent because you want to know what's going on in other people's cultures. But it's also overwhelming because how do you process all that information, you know? And um, I find that writing it down helps. Writing down the salient points, as they say, helps. Um, and always moving forward with things. When I used to get really panicked when I was in London, I would just jump up and move. Like, literally, not just move my body, not just walk to the shop. I mean, I would literally find an event online and jump on a bus and jump on a train and go there. <laughs> it was a good escape for me to be in another... Um, space but as i'm here it's not as easy but i find other ways to do that um and i'm getting there slowly but surely not wanting to be able to loop is scary but it's not for the banter and the jokes or those, although those are funny as well it's more so for the um development and learning opportunities to see what people are doing and give myself an opportunity to be nourished by that and um yeah, I, I'm 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 still getting there. I'm 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 nearly there. That I feel like I am finding a way. I've got my bookmarks on my laptop so that I don't have to individually go to people's social media profiles. I can just go to their websites or blogs to find out what they are doing. Cause it's mostly creatives that I pay attention to, um, but there are other individuals whose work I admire that I follow in this format unfortunately some people don't use these formats they use social media primarily as their whole domicile which i find annoying because if social media was to go down you know where would you go that's not even a way to start that's just a case of are you are you stable enough to not be able to um rely on this platform you know and um yeah i've noticed that but what can i do i can only implore people to please do something separate to what they post online on their social media if I meet them. But if I never meet them, I just have to take their takes as they are. But um, I was feeling a bit chaotic a few days ago, but then I just remembered, you know, the name and heritage I'm carrying is all I have. Right? It's all I have. So I have to pattern up and um, be better because it's one existence. Um, Without your parents, without your friends, you still have things to do. You still have places to go, you know? And um, I think the nice part about being out there in life is that even when you're not thinking about people, sometimes they're thinking about you. I'll get an email from somebody like, oh, wow, someone's considering me for something. Bear in mind, I would have not even thought about something, you know? a while and then it pops up on my radar and i think that's beautiful and that's something that i really plan to continue doing because the connections you're making or often do the work for you and when i say do the work i mean it's such a nebulous phrase but it's about you know connect you to things that you might not have seen yourself and so cutting yourself off from that is not always healthy it's never healthy really um but also constantly being Aware of what others are doing can can be distracting. So it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But um, we will get there. Um, and I am looking forward to it. Just want a life that's rich in um, rich in experiences. Just to be able to tell my kids, you know, I did this and I did that and I did this and I did that. And I often forget these things. So me writing, me um, podcasting, me doing all of this lets me have a reference point for when I'm looking back as to what I've achieved, where I'm going, that kind of stuff. So looking forward to doing more of that. And um, I still need to do... um, Actually, I'll just do it in this episode because you know what? These episodes are meant to last. so I wanted to talk about the event I went to a few weeks ago. I think it was like four weeks ago to the day. And um <laughs> it was it was very interesting. It was um it was uh, War in the Babylon at the Institute of Contemporary Arts, very close to Charing Cross Station. And I had no idea what I was expecting. I thought it was just gonna be like a, um an exhibition gallery type thing. You go there, you make your way to um the venue at your own pace at your own leisure take images absorb what's on display however actually it was very different i ended up being escorted um or, escorted say hosted let's say by a man called stafford scott alongside probably i would say two to three hundred other people it was a lot of people there right and he spoke for three hours i kid you not three hours on the trot about um everything known to land in terms of what happened to the 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 community of Caribbean people that came during the windrush um docking and um how their journey has 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 occurred from almost I mean it soon to be a hundred years now or seventy years ago it's almost a hundred years now um and up till now, what they've dealt with um, politically, economically, socially, you name it, right? And um, I think there's a beauty in being able to create a timeline of development of a people because you will often hear about so many different demographics saying, oh, I was here and I was there and I was doing whatever um, plenty of years ago, but to hear someone talk about your people and how they've arrived and um how the discrimination started as early as employment and then housing and then education and then just uh, public spaces like these are the ways people um these are the ways people encroach on your on your rights. Things that we ignore, things that I and you assume, oh yeah, um well I was there and nothing happened and ah no it wasn't that bad and yeah that's just how they are not knowing this is like systemic abuse this is like systemic isms and schisms but you don't see it like that you just think oh this person did this to just me or this is not that bad you know so I am really proud that I was able to attend that event and I was so enamored with what Stafford Scott had to say how comprehensive he was and speaking about this experience from being immigrants to having settled, to deciding on a life, you know. Even Keisha Desket, the book that was written by Jade LB about 10, 15 years ago, right? Um, I bought it. I was lucky enough to attend the event. And um, she was speaking to Lamara Lindsay Price, who I believe is the commissioning editor for Murky Books, and Jayoti Patel, who just won the New Writer's Prize. Um, who both are UEA grads, actually, what a coincidence, but Jade LB made a really important comment, right, when she was being asked questions about... She made a statement about the fact that Black Brits, as an identity, people don't realise that we are here to stay, i'm paraphrasing but it sometimes people are temporary um immigrants and and that's what stafford scott um, enlightened initially he spoke about people from the caribbean coming to britain because they wanted to get an education get some money and return back to the caribbean but something in the mix did not allow them to do that right um And that was partly discrimination, that was partly not being able to even enroll in the courses they wanted to, that was the lack of money from the jobs that they were promised. You know, it was that two-tiered system of being a state enrolled nurse, which you got if you were an immigrant versus a state registered nurse, which is what the um, English women um, were able to do. So it, it reminds me of that whole separate but equal theme that we see so often in, 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 in our modern day, and um, I was I was super aware of it, and it concerned me, upset me. But there was nothing I could really do but listen more when he spoke about Black Brits becoming Black Brits, like this access to citizen to citizenship. That it's so unconscious for you when you move to a place, right? Taking on a language, maybe taking on a new name, taking on a new identity. And Jade LB, the beauty of a story like Keisha the Scare is that it 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 creates that narrative of someone who lives shamelessly within themselves, having fun, um, experiencing difficulty and trauma and still persevering. She spoke about the ending of the story and how there were multiple endings being produced by people who weren't her, Um, He weren't her, but no one really noticed what actually happened to Keisha, and she said that the funny thing about life and, and trauma and stuff is that life goes on, like it just continues. So you're seeing Keisha go through these very difficult traumatic events in her life, and she just overcomes them and lives and survives. And sometimes, I guess, when I'm looking at the climate of this country and I say to myself, Are we going to just sit down and take it? Are we going to try and resist it and change it? Or are we just going to up and leave? Because those are really the three things you can do, you know, and um, everyone has, some people have chosen, some people have championed the discrimination. Everyone's got a different um, side of the, uh, the playing field that they're playing on. And I personally am still trying to figure out, you know, which side am I playing for because I'm not so helpless that I can't change my situation. I can just up and leave and decide on a whole new year for my life. Do I want to? It's another story. And uh, just trying to get to that conclusion is extremely difficult. Like, it is, it's, uh, people underestimate how hard it is to decide what side to play for, you know? Um, the easy side or the hard side, you know? And um, as I've moved forward, and try to achieve more. I am getting closer, I think, to my destination, but I'm also very open to the fact that there are many twists and turns and it's not linear. You know, um, I just saw an article for a friend of mine who messaged me because she wanted me to do like some, I guess like a, a profile for um, young people, for her students, because she is a teacher, just finished a PGCU. And as I, was, as I was writing it, I was like, what would the theme be? And she was like, anything you want. And um, I thought the theme has to be well-being, right? Because we think of our milestones, we think of our careers, we think of our relationships, we think of our health, we think of our appearance, we think of our money. We say these are the milestones in our lives, our ownership, our assets. These are the milestones in our lives that we mark. But everything else that goes in between is ignored, you know? People don't document. the the struggle. And honestly, why would you? You Who wants to document? Who wants to remember the late sleep, the late nights and and the broken relationships and the tears? And I often found that I could only express when I was really hurt. I could only express when something was negative and not when it was positive and making the conscious effort to shift that and say, you know what? I have to start actually focusing on the good and living in the good. Well, that has made me more intentional to just be with people for the fun, for the humour, for the favour, right? Well, um, I'm also very conscious of the fact that if I'm having more bad times than good, I should be aware of it. I should be open to it, you know what I mean? I, I am trying to, like, figure this stuff out, and it's all, oh, my dear. I feel like I'm struggling. I'm struggling, like, girls like me, girls like me. I don't know what we do. I write poetry in my bloody vlog that is private for me, and occasionally I, I share a post, but I don't know what I'm doing. And <laughs> people asking me for help, and I was like, my dear... If I could help you, I would. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm freestyling. I'm still torn every day between what I can I should and shouldn't do. It is difficult. You know, but um I'm learning. And that's the one thing I like to do. I like to learn. I like to learn. Some people like to love. I like to learn, right? I want to hear about people's stories. I want to see new things. I want to try new things and I want to experience and feel all the colours and the sensations and the people and and I'm looking forward to that. Right now, I'm in the box trying to finish this qualification. But once this is done, I shouldn't even have to wait like that. But once this is done, I'll be more liberated and free to do the things I enjoy. And um, I'm looking forward to that. You know, get the money up first course, and then you should be fine. So, God willing, I get to do that. Um, Thank you for listening to, I guess, what would I call my testimonial. Was it a testimonial or testimonial? I don't actually know. However, it's not necessarily a religious thing. You know, for me, it's just saying what my truth is. And I, that's all I care about, truth. That's what J.L.B. was talking about, truth. That's what Lamar was talking about. That's what Jayoti was talking about. Like, when you're writing, you have to express your truth, regardless of how repetitive it is. You know think how many Romeo and Juliet... Um, adjacent books you've read right like come on you think the the canon is not gonna suffer if you give them one more you know (laughs) i'm always thinking about the black british canon i'm always thinking about um the things i can say and who i should say it to and it's hard (laughs) but I, i i i persevere i try but there are days i'm lazy these this weekend has been abominable abominable i feel like i ain't done shit for my life but um, I know I'm doing something even if I could just answer a few emails I'm doing something so god willing I can do some more and um yes yeah so it's like <laughs> this is just a personal this is a political personal type um episode or technically it's social let's let's just give it a social frame um because it's about me and the people that I'm around and the things I'm thinking so yeah I hope to Spend more time doing the things I love. And if, and if I'm not loving it, knowing that it's giving me the ability to do the things I love, you know? Even things get hard. It's never over until life ends. That's what Daniel Caesar said in his song. Freudian, I think. You just have to keep going. You've still got breath in your lungs. You've still got life in your body. What's the excuse? Live, try it, meet new people, you know? Looking forward to that. Looking forward to this. Looking forward to everything. Thank you for listening to this episode of me talking the things as always um i hope you enjoyed it and i will probably do another episode too um about some other interesting things that i've been learning um kind of related to my course but we'll see um yes yeah, so take care and um, i hope to speak to you later about something else interesting thank you bye